right, it is uh, episode 130 of Viking 360. Mike Rubin joined by Brian Johnson. Brian, good to have you with us. Rube, good to be with you. All right, let's talk about this uh, episode. Let's start off with uh, Lady Vikings softball. They uh, won their section, advanced to the region, and, uh, you know, the Lady Vikings had been hot, but they ran into a team that was just a little bit hotter in the uh, Lincoln County Panthers. Tough draw for them, Rube. Uh, Lincoln County, also a very young softball team, but boy, could they hit. Uh, And uh, I think maybe most understated about them was how well they pitched, and you know, the Lady Vikings uh, scored eight runs on a pitching staff that has, uh, was, had a 1.8 ERA coming into that ball game the other night. So uh, I think the Lady Vikings stood the test and did, uh, did a pretty nice job, but just ran into a really good team. And, and Coach Ken Swisher, he sort of addressed that in the uh, conversation that I had with him. He said he lined up this year's schedule. With that in mind, he scheduled some of the teams who had top pitchers, uh, like the Wahama White Falcons and the Sissonville Indians, just so the uh, team would be ready uh, for postseason play. Yeah, Rube, uh, he talked to me some through the season. I think Kenny even mentioned to me that I believe seven or eight pitchers they faced at AAA, AA, whatever level they were at, were all state pitchers. Uh, and then, uh, you know, they've, uh, they, their schedule, you talk about how tough it was. Five, they played five teams that are still in the state tournament. So uh, it's a really testament for uh, the schedule that they did play. And still on the subject of softball, I had a conversation with Grace Walsh, who is a Ripley graduate, uh, now playing up at Potomac State. And man, uh, Brian, she put up some uh, tremendous uh, statistics as a freshman uh, for the Catamounts. Yeah, she, uh, you knew she was poised to have a great college career. I think might be a little surprising, Rube, that it happened so quickly. Uh, you know, uh, you talk about her stats. She, a catcher, you don't expect them to typically do this, but she had 13 stolen bases, Rube, which is fantastic. Uh, but uh, for her to do that in her sophomore season is, is incredible. And let's move on to baseball. Uh, the Vikings put together a winning season, advanced to the sectional finals, and talk about a tough schedule. Uh, the way I looked at it, uh, out of their 11 losses, eight of those came to teams who were still contending uh, to, to advance in postseason play. Well, it's no secret that uh, Coach Shane Casto likes to schedule very difficult throughout the year. And, uh, you know, that shows. I mean, you have that many teams that are still competing and, and trying to win a state tournament or a state championship. Uh, but t- Tip of the cap to the Vikes. I mean, they they had a great uh, final month of the season, playing some really good baseball. And uh, the you know we do lose a couple of big time seniors that we're going to miss, but uh, the future's bright for Viking baseball. And I had a conversation with uh, Viking baseball coach Shane Castor. Now, hot off the presses, uh, the track meet just literally ended hours ago, and uh, the Vikings had several placers down at Lady Field uh, in Charleston among the boys. Um, junior Frankie Winter placed in two events. He was second in both the shot put and the distance. And uh, sophomore Connor Casto finished second in the state in the high jump event. And Rube on the girls' side, Ellie Hasefluk, uh, another great showing for her. She finished sixth in the 3,200 and the 1,600. Bella Skeen finished fifth in the high jump. Maya Phelan finished fifth in pole vault. Gwyneth Gandy finished sixth in pole vault. Tori Fisher finished sixth in long jump. And the 4x800 team for Lady Vikes finished fifth with Haley McCune, Opal Huffman, 
Kaylee McCutcheon and Ellie Hosfluke. So, uh, great showing for them, Rube, and uh, you know, congratulations to everyone on the the track side. And it's uh, the uh, tenure for Jimmy Frazier is nearing its conclusion as he moves from principal at Ripley High down to the Board of Education office. And man, the guy has been affiliated with uh, Ripley High uh, since he was a first grader, I think. Yeah, you look at. Uh, at his career at Ripley High School from being a student to being an athlete uh, to being a coach, a teacher, to being an, an administrator, uh, now moving down to the Board of Education. So congratulations uh, to Jimmy Frazier. It's uh, well-deserved. Okay, episode 130. Here we go. Ripley High softball was one of the eight final teams in West Virginia's class AAA. Coach Ken Swisher reflects on the strong tournament run made by his Lady Vikes. We're talking with the head coach of Lady Vikings softball, Ken Swisher. Coach, uh, congratulations on another uh, a strong season for our Lady Vikings softball and winning another uh, sectional championship and uh, and running into a steamroller there um, on their on their way to the uh, the state tournament uh, with the uh, Lincoln County Panthers. Well, it's it's been an exciting year and it's up it's has ups and downs, but we we felt good going into that after we went through their sectionals that we did uh, eliminating a, a couple really really tough teams there with the Parkersburg uh, young freshman pitcher there and then uh, of course Hurricane. Anytime you face them, uh, you know they're going to have a, a good solid team and they've won a lot of games this year, but. Uh, the, their pitching uh, just wasn't up to par as far as what we'd faced all year long and our, our girls that used their bats and we um, we did what we needed to do and you know it's it's like anything else if you can get yourself prepared for the situation uh, you can usually turn out in, in a good uh, good outcome and, and coach what a what a tremendous atmosphere it was uh, for that regional game at Ripley, uh, that's probably as big a crowd as I've seen at that field for uh, for a long time. Oh yeah, that was exciting, wasn't it? You know, and, and our girls didn't seem to be intimidated by it either. You know, and there was a big crowd down at uh, uh, Lincoln County the night before, and then a bigger crowd at ours. Ours and turned out, and uh, I, I felt uh, very. Uh, very successful with our program that uh, there was that much excitement for the kids and that and uh, the turnout was great and coach you know if you were in about any other sport you would be in the state tournament right now but in, in baseball and <laughs> softball uh, they only take four teams and uh, it, uh, it it's uh, it's a really tough competition once you get to that level but um, it, it sure is you know I, I you know, we've we've preached for a few years that they need to try to change that some way. Uh, and uh, you know, we've come in, in in the top eight for quite a while and, and not made it to the top four. And uh, you know, I, I'd like to see them uh, take a good good serious look at that and, and reward these teams that are in the top eight uh, for having a good year and, and competing on their level the way the way that we have. And coach, you prepared this team uh, for that tough uh, sectional and regional by scheduling uh, difficult games throughout the season, and you faced uh, many of the state's best pitchers. Oh yes, we uh, we loaded it up this year, and and you know just took in a John Marshall uh, tournament up there with uh, three uh, state uh, all state pitchers in that uh, weekend, 
and then uh, during our season, uh, the assistant bill girl uh, uh, leg, and then, and then of course the living girl down at uh, Bahama faced them two different times. So when all together, we faced somewhere around ten or eleven all state uh, games uh, with pitchers that were just very, very good, and uh, that w- that was the purpose of, of doing that was so our kids we wouldn't run up against something that we didn't feel comfortable with and when you get kids feeling comfortable with and and the attitude is hey we've hit them before we can do it again uh good things are going to turn out and not to make excuses for the team but you did face uh, some serious injuries um especially down down the stretch that uh, may have uh, hurt your chances of, of winning and and going on to the states Yes, uh, we lost uh, Krista Bell Cart. Uh, we had worked her in at third base there and, and become a real solid infield uh, with Cassidy Cummins playing first base. And then when Krista Bell got hurt, uh, right right before the sectionals, we had to shuffle around. And, it, and when you lose uh, what I consider a really all-around good athlete uh, that she can hit, she can field, she can throw, she can run the bases uh, fast. Uh, it, it really affects your team. And, uh, you know, we made a nice uh, uh, attempt at it and, and shuffled everything. And, uh, you know, we had chances. Uh, you know, Lincoln County only got a 6-3 down there. And actually, we had a go-ahead run and got thrown out at home uh, to make it 4-3 to three during the middle of that game. And, uh, you know, we were right after them. And they, they're a great team. Uh, I look for them to do well in the States. Uh, but we, uh, we've we had a few bumps and, and bruises along the way, and that, that's part of it. Well, Coach, one thing that we didn't do this year was have a, uh, a senior night simply because you had no seniors. So uh, things look bright for the future, and we certainly appreciate everything that you do uh, for the school and for the, uh, the softball program at Ripley High. Thank you. Well, thank you, Mike. Uh, it's it's been a privilege to uh, come back to the hometown and, and do what I've done and uh, be uh, be ultimately uh, su- successful in, in a lot of different ways. And these kids are great kids, and they are very they represented Ripley very highly everywhere we went, and and different people would come to me after different games and say, hey, man, you got a great team, even though maybe they beat us or anything. you got a great team. I couldn't believe you hung with us. And, uh, and that's the way I've always preached. Hey, if you work hard and you spend the time and, and you listen, uh, uh, good things are going to come out of it. And uh, The kids just represented us really well this year. Ripley graduate Grace Walsh is putting up impressive numbers at Potomac State. The Catamounts are 41-2 and and progressing into postseason play. Well, exciting things happened with Ripley High School softball when Grace Walsh was a member of that team, and that trend is continuing at Potomac State. Uh, an outstanding season, Grace. Uh, tell me about the, the exciting things happening with the Catamounts. Thank you, Ruben. I want to thank you for calling me and um, giving me this time to explain all the hard work and why the precautions for everything we've just been working on during the fall and winter, they've all came into play. You know, the girls, we've grown as a team, and we've just made sure that our friendship is on and off the field. And with being said, on that field, we're all making sure everybody's picking each other up and making sure that every play counts. 
an, an incredible record. I understand you stand at uh, 41 victories and two losses at this time. Yes, sir. What's the, what's the secret behind that kind of success? <laughs> um, honestly, it's just treating every practice like it's a game. Um, respect is a big thing on this team. We make sure to respect our players, um, our coach, and definitely all, all the um, outs that are made. You get love for every out. And then you advanced to the um, Junior College uh, Division II uh, with a victory, a 15-6 to victory over Hagerstown Community College. And now uh, tell me about the next, uh, next step on the trail. You're going down south, I understand. Yes, um, we are heading up there. We're stopping in Tennessee, and we're going to do a couple things with the team um, get all of the appearances that we need to be wherever they're at. I um, also want to say real quick, I want to thank Mizuno for sponsoring Potomac State College. And while I'm at it, there's a lot of things that, as a team, we're going to be able to fulfill when we come up here this weekend. We've been practicing for a good minute. We've been taking everything seriously. Well, honestly, we're really excited. And when you were at Ripley, Grace, uh, you were primarily known as a catcher, but you, you've been playing mostly uh, another position at Potomac State. Tell me about that. Yes. Um, at first, I was a string catcher, and I got to be able to use my speed and athleticism out in center field for the Potomac State Catamounts. I do enjoy it. I love being able to run, um, being able to see every pitch from a different angle, even though it's just kind of opposite from catcher. Well, that's just great. And uh, and when does the um, when does the series down in Alabama? When does that culminate? When will it be over? The twenty eighth. Okay, very okay. good. Grace, uh, good luck to to you and to the Catamounts uh, as you progress on an outstanding season. Thank you. I appreciate it more than you know. The Viking baseball season recently came to a close in the sectional championship game. Head coach Shane Casto says 2022 was a season of accomplishments. We're talking with the head coach of the uh, Viking baseball, Shane Casto. And uh, Shane, just uh, if you could summarize, uh, looking back on the uh, baseball season, 17 at 11, what are your thoughts on the on wrapping up the uh, 22 season? Yeah, I thought we had a great year. Um, you know, a, a lot of people probably wouldn't have put us in the situation that we were in, you know, at the end of the year to get to the sectional championship. And... And, you know, we had Hurricane on the ropes there for about four or five innings. Um, you know, we'd have had to go back down there Saturday. And, you know, I told the boys, uh, I said, you know, if we can get by Friday, I said, I like our chances on Saturday. We got some pitching back. They had to prom Saturday evening. So there were some intangibles and some distractions that may have helped us out a little bit. But, you know, as a whole, we, we started off kind of on a roller coaster ride a little bit, some ups and downs and, you know, pitching by committee and, and getting some guys out there and getting some work in and, and uh, getting comfortable on the mound and, and being at the plate and so forth. Uh, but then we kind of got hot right there at the end of the year and I think won 10 of our last 12 or 11 or 13, something like that. And, you know, played really well at the end of the season, um, beat some really good teams along the way, you know, and we were, uh, you know, talking with the boys that, that we were right there, you know, and I think uh, you had mentioned that, and I didn't realize this, that I think eight of the eight of the 11 teams we lost to, or eight of the 11 games we lost, those teams are still playing right now, and, you know, and a couple of those were one-run games and games we, you know, we kind of blew a lead in, and that was early in the year, and, you know, there's a lot for these guys to be proud of, and, uh, you know, and I'm, I, I tell them that I'm not a moral victory person kind of guy, and, you know, but, 
they should hang their heads high or not hang their heads and hold but hold them high and you know be proud of what they accomplished and you know take that build on it and continue to work for next year coach let's talk about your two uh, departing seniors uh, beginning with uh, your right fielder Colton Pepper yeah those two guys and uh, you just can't find better young men um, you know Colton He's, he's every coach's dream as far as, you know, when it comes to working hard, he lifts, he runs, uh, you know, he can take a butt chewing if he needs to, he, you know, he, he gives high fives when he needs to, he, he's got some energy about him, he just does everything that you ask of him, and, you know, you want a kid like that to, to have every bit of success that, that he could possibly have, and, you know, he, he had a great year for us, and, you know, I, I'm fortunate and, and glad that I got to coach him, you know, and I, I look forward to see what the uh, road and future holds for him. Um, you know, Brett Haskins, you know, it, great family, baseball family. Um, you know, he was our leader all year, the guy that kind of got us going, he, you know, spark plug at the top of the lineup, you know, the tough guy behind the plate. I mean, he got cleated in the head and, um, sectional game uh, first time we played uh, hurricane and you know just got it wrapped up and kept going he's a wrestler he's a tough kid and you know i'm looking forward to seeing what the future holds for him at fairmont and continue to play there let's talk about uh, you you mentioned your pitching committee we've well, got a lot of that committee uh, back next year let's talk about the players who are returning uh, for the 23 season uh, we've you know we we lose um, uh, Colton and Brett and that's it you know you talked you mentioned pitching I think and I may have looked wrong but I think we've got over 150 innings coming back at least for one more year um, and I think Jackson or Cade was at the top of that list uh, we have those two guys back and one's a sophomore one's a freshman so you know we've got a lot of innings between those two guys um, you've got Gatlin Donahue Will Haynes you know that came in both those guys we use primarily as relievers and came in in a big spot you know particularly Gatlin um, when we beat South or I'm sorry Parkersburg South here uh, three to two game um, I think they left 17 runners on base that night and and we put Gatlin in the game with bases loaded and he gets out of it and we win the game in the seventh and uh, you know so those two guys we've got um, gosh who else uh, Ty Stevens coming back, Alec Vance coming back, Kay Jackson, Will Gatlin. Um, I know I'm missing somewhere. Oh, Mason Flutie. Um, I don't know I'm probably missing. Oh, Isaiah Casto, our only lefty. You know, so we've we've got a, a lot of guys coming back that got some good quality innings for us this year. And you know, I think right out of the gate, you know, looking way ahead, I, I think that'll probably be our strong suit next year. You know, talking right now in May. Um, you know, hopefully we continue to to get stronger and we'll swing the bat you know better than we did this year as well. Coach, uh, you had to. Two or three younger players on the team, and ideally, uh, if the situation had been right, if the numbers had been right, they would have played a season of junior varsity baseball, but the numbers just weren't there. But to those guys' credit, uh, they hung in there, they did not quit, and they stayed with this team all season long. Yeah, they, you know, we, from, you know, Jackson being, you know, he didn't get a chance to, uh, you know, I kind of use the analogy of, the first time you go to jump in a pool in the summer and you know that water's going to be a little cold so you kind of stick your foot in from the side he didn't have time to stick his foot in we just kind of had to grab him and throw him in and uh, you know we've we've had to do that some over the years and uh, you know one thing that I can hang my hat on that I know that I've done for 12 years doing this is 
I'm going to play who I feel is the best, and and the coaching staff as well, who we feel is the best to, to you know, make, give us some success and succeed and win games, and uh, you know those guys. They had to go through some tough spells, and they had to grow up real quick. Um, you know, Kay Good's a sophomore still, but seems like he's been here forever already. And you know, I'm glad he's still got two years left with us. And you know, he he's done a lot of great things for us in two years' time. And uh, but you know, those guys and. Uh, Gatlin Donahue, Mason Flutie, um, you know, those guys were, they're young as well. And, and um, you know, they they responded to the challenge. Um, they they held different roles throughout the year from batting in the top of the lineup, moved to the bottom, or the bottom and moved to the top, or starting pitching, became a reliever, and tough situations, but, but they responded well, and that's going to pay uh, huge dividends for us down the road. Not only do you have uh, good numbers coming back up, but I know you've also kept an eye on that program at Ripley Middle, and uh, they have won back-to-back uh, -back, uh, conference championships, and uh, and the the cupboard is not bare when it comes to Ripley Middle. <laughs> no, it's not. You know, they they've had a lot of success there. I believe uh, 32 games in a row they've won, which is impressive. You know, and you know those those guys. Uh, their schedule's a little different than ours. You know, there will always be some naysayers, but, but those boys have done a great job over there, and they've responded to every challenge that they've had put in front of them. Um, there's been some games to where, you know, they they probably should have blown a team or two out that it ended up somewhat tight. And so they found found ways to win games when, when they didn't have their A-plus stuff. Um, but they, they've... They know how to win, which is pleasing. Um, now we just have to convert it over to the high school game and uh, get them to buy into what these other guys are, are doing and uh, get stronger and, and keep working and, and understand how important that working is and uh, pushing themselves. And, you know, like you said, the, the cover's not bare and the future's pretty bright. Coach, I want to thank you for being a part of uh, Viking 360, not only now, but all season long. Thank you. Appreciate it, Rube. Thank you guys for having me. I really enjoy it and uh, appreciate all you guys' support. Jimmy Frazier's connection with Ripley High School and its athletic programs began when he was just six years old. His tenure as principal is about to end as he accepts a new position with the Jackson County Board of Education. We're talking with uh, Jimmy Frazier, the principal of Ripley High School, soon to be moving on to the Board of Education office with Jackson County Schools. Jimmy, thanks for uh, spending some time with us. Yes, sir. No problem. Uh, and tell us about the, uh, your new uh, position that you'll be going uh, to the uh, school board with. Um, I will be the assistant superintendent, or one of the assistant superintendents, and I will primarily be in charge of personnel and uh, curriculum. And uh, Jimmy, your connection uh, with Ripley High School began long before you were a student at Ripley High School. I remember uh, you roaming the sidelines down there as a as a little goober with the Viking football program, but uh, I'm assuming that during those years you've uh, acquired, uh, accumulated a lot of memories of your days at uh, dear old Ripley High. Oh, there's no doubt. I believe I started here in first grade. So I think that would have been about uh, 48 years ago or something like that. I don't know. Um, but started in first grade as a manager. And I believe at that time, Steve Stoffel was the football coach. Wow. Um, and, uh, may, well, maybe it's Mike Reed. I think maybe it's Mike Reed and then, and then Coach Stoffel and then, you know, with Coach Marino. And, um, worked through that as a manager. 
and you know had had a great time with that because of my father being a coach and an athletic director and you know then then went on and was able to start I was able to start playing football as an eighth grader and um, went through here as, as a player and then came back as a coach assistant coach and then AD and a head coach and uh, you know then a couple years ago got hired as a principal so. I've been here for a few years and loved every one of them. And uh, and your family uh, has strong connections with the school as well. Not only your father, but uh, you have some uh, some youngsters who have gone through the school as well. Yes, yes. Uh, my daughter, my oldest daughter, Madison, 2017 grad, and now my youngest Emily uh, graduates this year. So very proud of both of them, and glad that they were able to go through Ripley High School. And, and Jimmy, as you look back on your career what are the things that stand out in your mind as the things that uh, you are most proud of uh, with your connection uh, to the school I, I, I think probably most proud and, and probably very unfortunate um, to be raised uh, first of all by my dad but then the other coaches um, you know Mike Dean Dallas Wallen Frank Marino you know, I mean, those guys all were major, major influences in my life. Mike Reed, Grace Swisher, um, major role models and major influences in my life. And, uh, you know, probably as proud of anything to be associated with those folks um, really led to where I'm at today, to be quite honest with you. And, uh, and Jimmy, uh, I know that the... Uh the, um, the spring sport that is now uh, concluding uh, had to be considered a successful one for the, uh, for the Rippey High program. The softball program uh, captured another sectional championship and was uh, uh, very close again to a, another state uh, tournament appearance. The baseball team uh, with a winning record and then the uh, track and field folks, uh, they're having an outstanding year and they're competing uh, uh, this week down at the uh, state track meet and uh, in Charleston, and very competitive on the uh, AAA level. Yes, and I think that's all that you can ask for. I mean, you know, the wins and losses are going to take care of themselves, but I just have always felt, I guess, you know, another thing, being proud coming from Ripley High School, that I've always just felt like that we've been able to compete and that our kids go out and they compete against other schools and just proud of them. And I do believe, like you said, I think spring sports is a success. And just being able to go watch those kids compete that's uh, a big pleasure of mine. Coach, I appreciate your time and best of luck to you in your new position with the uh, Jackson County Board of Education. All right. Thanks, Mike. Remember, for all the news on the blue, go anywhere you can find podcasts, search Viking 360, Hit the subscribe button and turn on your notifications.